Hi everyone, it's Susie Lysett here from Good Lord. Before we dive into today's podcast, I just wanted to let you know that in some parts of the episode, there's a little bit of background agency noise, which I'm sure any letting agents listening will understand. Hopefully it won't stop you enjoying this week's discussion. Hello everyone, welcome to this week's podcast. I'm Susie Lysett, Content Executive here at Good Lord. Uh, today we're going to be dipping into the importance of technology for the lettings industry. Obviously something quite close to our hearts here at Good Lord, but it's something I hope a lot of agents consider pretty important too. Uh, to help with this today, I'm going to be chatting with uh, Robbie Hearn, a lettings manager at Bonners and Babingtons. Uh, that's a self-described modern and innovative estate agency um, group, according to, according to your website, I believe. So I think I'm talking to the right person about using technology and lettings. Um, so welcome to our podcast, Robbie. Thanks very much for joining today. You're welcome. Um, thanks for inviting me. Um, yeah, I've been in the industry um, for 24 years now. So I've sort of seen times where we used to sort of use photos from going to print shops to print off the photos to sort of digital media. And now obviously the introduction of platforms like, um, you know, Good Lord. So I won't say I've seen it all, but I've certainly uh, been around for quite a few years now to see the changes in the in the rental market. No, it certainly sounds like you've got quite a bit of experience in your back pocket. Um, and having moved between, my understanding is those three agencies, um, what would you say are sort of the key aspects of technology that you've seen evolve over that time? I think certainly from going from different agencies, I, I suppose it was interesting to see how uh, much everybody was sort of using different platforms or different ways to sort of go through the process, almost seeing, you know, anywhere between sort of three to five different um, uh, ways to sort of go through that process, whether it's the, the referencing, the ID checking, um, sort of offer letters, um, uh, drawing up the tenancy agreements. Um, and I think when I first was introduced to, to Good Lord was when I worked for a, a, another estate agency in, in Marlow where I sort of joined there as the lettings manager. And what had happened was they were not even using a referencing company either. They were doing their own referencing. So, And this is only going back less than two years ago. So um, what they were doing was they would do a credit search for a credit um, search company, but then manually email um, the references to landlords and employers and then sort of ask for bank statements and things like that. So it was a, a very bitty process. And then once we got speaking to one of the directors, it was sort of like, yeah, we really need to look at uh, something, you know, and we looked at different companies, but, you know, certainly really, really liked what we, what, what we were seeing. And yeah, I'm glad to say that it did back up all the, the things we were hoping it, it would. And then subsequently, when I went to a, a different agency, again, suggested sort of good Lord, um, to them when I was invited back to, um, to, to Bonners and Babington's to work in the Marlowe office. Uh, one of the things I sort of joked about, I think even at the interview, was there's a, a platform called Good Lord. I don't know if you've heard of it, but we need to to get that to make the process a lot easier. So, um, I'm obviously aware of the same mind in yeah. that sense, um, that technology is, is perhaps the best way forwards. Um, and I mean, sort of looking, um, you know, sort of at the, at the industry as a whole then, um, what would you say that the role of technology is moving forwards? Obviously, there are some agents still that perhaps don't integrate technology into their processes in quite the same way. Do you think that it will become um, a necessity within the industry? I, I think it will. I think it 
we'll have to. I mean, certainly in the the lettings industry, where you know you you have su- such quick turnarounds in terms of the process that you know you. I mean, as of where it could you know take a bit longer to sort of turn a tenancy around. In reality, if you needed to, you could probably turn it around in sort of twenty four, forty eight hours in terms of somebody you know offering on a property to them moving in. Also, I think because people won't be um, always local, then I think it's important that again the whole digital signing I think is going to be a, a must. I mean, in terms of virtual viewing and stuff like that, I always feel that I I never feel that anybody's going to sort of commit to a property through a virtual viewing. Um, Sometimes they may with a letting because it's not as much of a commitment to to it. But I do feel that um, that's the one area that I feel that will still keep that sort of human contact in terms of meeting people at a property and, and, and showing them around because I think it's about a feel of a property, not just, you know, the sort of pictures so to speak yeah no it's a good point that obviously uh, any technology that's introduced it does have to be balanced mm. with the human mm. side still you yeah. know it is quite a forward-facing industry yeah. um, you know a, a customer-facing industry so it does make sense but um wh- whether whether or not you you think that uh, virtual viewings will uh, will lead to contracts being signed directly will mm. you continue using virtual viewings and that technology are you finding that those sort of have helped with efficiency yeah. in your agency um i would probably say the, the thing is i i suppose that's where I'm a, a little bit of a, a, a dinosaur because it's almost I sometimes think certainly from a marketing point of view that sometimes less is more if you provide people with a little snapshot of information they're more likely to sort of think well I like what I see I will still want to go and see the property and encourage them to do a viewing whereas if you um, offer too much information on a website then they sometimes rule it out with actually by sort of focusing sometimes on the negatives and and, and maybe sometimes may not bother to go and actually see the property and think, well, actually, I really do like it because it's a great location or, or it didn't, you know, it looks, it feels a bit bigger in, in, inside than it did in the photos and, and that type of thing. So I have sort of mixed feelings of, of that sort of thing. I think moving forward is, I suppose, also, again, if it, the, the last year has, has shown us so much, is that um, the right to rent checks? There's got to be, I think, where the the the, the some sort of face recognition, digital searching has got to play a part because I suppose we do all of this, but then we still have to meet them in the flesh to do the right to rent check. And then what's even funnier now is that. Sometimes you can meet them at the property, may have sort of met them, and then you've got to ask them to remove their mask or they've got to come to the office and you've got to remove their mask because of, uh, you know, so it, it's, it's like I said, this year has sort of thrown up quite a few different things that you sort of, I suppose, wouldn't have thought of, you know, right to rent. It's like they come into the office and that or you meet them and it's like, oh, no, that's not the person I met because they're, you didn't actually meet them, so, you know, you met them with a mask on. So. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> no, well, it's, um, it certainly sounds like, well, as with 
any business, I suppose, there have been a few different obstacles to overcome in this past year. Um, and, you know, it sounds like some some areas technology yeah. has helped quite a bit and mm. others, you know, it's perhaps uh, still finding that balance of uh, making yeah. sure that you still have that human interaction and make sure that you have uh, solutions that everybody can can access, really. I mean, looking perhaps at the, you know, I, I know that one of the other things that some of our, um, you know, through conversations that I've had, one of the other things that agents have picked up on is how actually moving, utilizing technology can help a lot with GDPR and sort of security mm. issues. Have you found that that's something else which has been a positive influence uh, through technology? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, I suppose it's, it's, it's been interesting because when, when the GDPR rule came into effect, obviously, you know, and, and, and I'm sure, you know, people won't mind me saying this, it was, everybody was full on board. And I, I was actually working for Savills at the time. And, um, Savills, uh, obviously are very, very compliant driven and, you know, they have, you know, certain formalities they have to, to abide by. But I think if the truth be known, although, you know, with in reason you know thing you know i think that it's not probably as i don't know what's the word it's not as um strict or people aren't following that rule i think as much as they should be so certainly i think in a technology point of view and again keeping everybody's info sort of in a secure place i think again has um, you know, and again, it goes back to the CRM systems that I'm very conscious that, um, you know, we don't have a separate sort of shared drive that we don't, you know, leave documents on that. Any documents we have, we sort of keep onto our um, CRM system, whether it be sort of, you know, good lord or, or, or a quaint. So certainly from that point of view, I think from a um, technology has played a part. I suppose there's always been, it's funny because, I remember when I first, um, when I was with Ballards and they, um, the, the guy was sort of um, a few years older than me and he was so nervous about things being saved on the CRM system because he, he was like, oh my God, you know, it crashes. And, and I said, no, trust me. And, and, and at the time we were using the same CRM system as Savills did globally. So I said, trust me, if, if, there's, a, if there's anything that's safer there than it is on our shared sort of drive that we're trying to um you know store things on so so it's interesting how people um i think you know like you said sometimes it, people can be really really scared scared of it um and i i suppose over the last um few years i've decided that i need to sort of embrace it and hence why you know um i was a yeah, big promoter of good lord yeah, no, it is interesting. I think one of the uh, one of the agents that I spoke to said that you you don't have to worry about passports being left in photocopiers anymore, yeah, yeah, which I yeah, think is yeah. uh, it's a good visual, really, as to yeah. how technology can help avoid that uh, that sort yeah. of a security issue and yeah. Uh, yeah. data issue. Um, and actually, touching on one of the things that you you mentioned previously with regards to to marketing and the mm. idea of picking up on on uh, not necessarily oversharing in your marketing. Um, how do you how do you perhaps go about your marketing then how do you uh, how do you sort of try and stand out are there any particular innovations in that area that you've uh, brought out yeah it's it, it's interesting because um i mean sort of uh, not to give any sort of secrets away but i'd sort of noticed that when you're sort of a multi-listing you find that sort of yeah there's always this keenness to sort of launch it first but actually I've seen that actually launching it very shortly after um, another agent means that it ends up um, being higher up in the listing because it defaults to the most recent 
sort of modification of the property if somebody's scrolling through if you've uploaded it second your your property ends up being the one you actually come to first um I, I can't say for certain um but we have a competitor where we've had a few different properties um that have been launched and i've sort of done that and out of the uh, four out of the um, five that we've launched, uh, we ended up finding a tenant for. So I'm not saying that that's the reason, and it might be just you know people prefer our brand. I don't know, but um, you know it's it's it's. Uh, I, th- I think it's interesting because I think yes, you know, if you have like they say about floor plans, and I think you know it, you have to get the balance right because certain um, you know for example you're going to go to the uh, uh, agency that is maybe providing the most information, for example. So suddenly, if you're not maybe providing information that a um, uh, a tenant sort of wants um, or prospective tenant wants, then you're going to find that they might not choose to call you because you haven't got a floor plan or you haven't got this or you haven't got that. So I think that's – I try and – look at i suppose when you're doing multi-agency it's probably more important um because you are sort of competing with another agent so you might need to provide more details but the key thing of these is enticing people um through the door which is very easy at the moment because there the, the there's a real undersupply of of stock i mean certainly in this area and i would probably think in a lot of areas there's an undersupply of letting stock available yeah, no, I, I would suggest that through conversations that I've had, that it does seem to be a similar story yeah. uh, story that I've heard. Um, well, perhaps then, if if there is that uh, that um, that lack of stock in in your area, I mean, what what sorts of things are you trying on that side? Obviously, for tenants is one thing, but then for landlords as well, how, what what are you trying there? Yeah, just no, to, just try and make sense. I, I think obviously, um, you know, there's always the the sort of touting of properties oh, on the market. market. And funnily enough, I had a, a meeting with the with the team of sort of looking at generating um, stock levels. And I think it's sort of brand awareness, I think. Um, I mean, boards are a a massive draw. I mean, it's the only business that you can literally stick up a a huge sign and advertise your product um, in in any street, wherever. So there aren't many things. So boards are an absolute must. I think letting your road sort of flyers or letters, I think, are important. Again, keeping that brand awareness. Um, I also, we sort of tend to do block um, drops. Um, one of the things I've started using, which I started using with sort of Good Lord, is because you offer that newsletter, I think that's quite um, sort of handy to send out to um, sort of landlords or anybody that's valued your property. Just gives them a nice little sort of, drip feed of, of of sort of information that and it's um they're quite nice easy stats rather than too complicated you know it, it, it's sort of things that i think people do find interesting just sort of like oh the average age of a tenants are this or um you know the their income you know could be this or the turnaround time and the average rents and stuff like that i think are things that people do find interesting and then you also have like a a little snapshot of of what may be any changes in legislation as well so things like that so even if it's a property you're not letting currently i don't think landlords are going to um you know necessarily question gdpr if you send them a something with some useful information on it put it that way 
No, well, it's it's great to hear that uh, that you're finding those yeah. uh, those newsletters useful. Yeah. But it, it it sounds to me it's quite interesting actually because a lot of the the marketing that you do do aside from these newsletters, perhaps it's it does seem to be a lot a uh, lot within the community, sort of handing out leaflets, mm. flyers, etc., and having a bit more of a uh, an offline approach. So mm. it's it's interesting. Would you say then that your technological approach is perhaps based more in the uh, within your processes and making sure that you run as efficiently mm. as possible, and then making sure that you know using other uh, do- approaches. In, in, uh, in other definitely, areas def- definitely because i think you know i said to um the guys the other day i said at the end of the day you have for example you know you can go to an empty property and you can you know pick up you know five or six um touting letters from other agents and as much as you just sort of think you know yeah the chances are you may not get gain an instruction from an empty property with tout letters you have at least a you know, if your letter is there with everybody else's, you have a 15, 20% chance of actually getting an instruction with yours being among those than if it's not. So it's sort of, so I think you have to, you know, certainly what I've seen the main change in the last five years is the newspaper, I think, in terms of marketing. Um I don't think there may be very, very few agents that um, advertise in the in the local sort of what we call like the Bucks Free Press or yeah. the Maidenhead Advertiser. And I was always, uh, when I know with the company I worked for originally that I was with for sort of 20 years, um, when we sort of decided to do it again, it's not necessarily that people will phone up through the, the paper to view a property, but again, it goes back to sort of brand awareness. If you do have any sort of old school people, um, you know, they, they are still the people that want to know that, um, oh, is it going in the paper or, you know, is it, you know, we want to make sure it goes in the window. So I think there's still quite a few elements that need to be sort of potentially included with a marketing of a property or trying to generate new business rather than the sort of digital side of it. Because I think there is a, a generation of people that are not necessarily au fait or, or actually you know sort of got to that sort of level um and probably rely on the you know the, you know there's like a couple like for example a lady that's trying to sign the tenancy agreement one of our landlords she phoned up this afternoon and went oh I, 10 times i've tried to sign this document i'm losing the will to live i mean you know nine times a ten that doesn't happen and it's not an issue She's obviously struggling, so I said, that's no problem. We'll print one off, she can sign it, and then I'll override um, it and then sign on her behalf, and which was which is fine. But, you know, occasionally you still come up against, against that. So um, right. you have to sort of keep a fine balance of making sure that you're not completely going down the sort of pure technology yeah. route to alienate a, an area of your market sure. that – you might scare them off because one of the yeah. things I think with when I worked for Savills, it was um, on the on the back of them acquiring the independent company I worked for. So I spent two and a half years with them, and one of the things that um, scared a lot of our um, landlords off when um, was the the big sort of corporate sort of um, impersonal sort of um, customer service that they were bringing. So whereas I think, whereas now it's more of a case of, um, you know, they're more excited, you know, they, they, they still want that personal touch. So, so yes, you use technology, but they still want that personal touch. 
Yeah, no, I, I do think that's a very important point. Uh, you know, it's, it is always making sure that like, customer service is there and you're not yeah. excluding anybody, yeah. making sure that you can speak to everybody and yeah, reach everybody yeah. within your yeah. audience. Um, no, well, it's, it's interesting you touching on this idea of the, the corporate image. Obviously, your background is quite mixed working mm. in that sort of corporate um, environment. Yeah. But my understanding is that where right, you are now, it's, it's yeah. a privately owned um, yes. uh, group. Yeah. Does yeah. That, would you, do you feel that that gives you more flexibility, okay. more freedom to look at the right technologies, look at the right processes uh, uh, for you? Absolutely. In a town like Marlow, it's not. I think you can get a nice mix and blend, so you can have the the technology, but still feel that you know we have a nice friendly office. That if people still want to sort of bring in the handheld, you know, tenancy agreement, then then they can. So I think that that's where we're at. You know, there'll probably be um, other areas of the UK and certainly cities where they probably have, um, you know, sort of sort of very wealthy sort of um, uh, landlords that have portfolios of properties. They're not, I don't think they necessarily worry about the personal service as much. So it's a case of just, you know, turning in, sending the, the bill, so to speak, and, and, and move on. Whereas here, because it's a market town and surrounded by sort of villages, then you find that people still want to be able to sort of phone up and give you a call. Yeah, no, um, no, that's true. It's interesting, obviously, the different demographics yeah, that you yeah, get as you move yeah. across the country. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, touching on that, I know that we've already talked about uh, perhaps the trends in stock levels mm. and things like that in your area. But it's, it's always interesting hearing about the different trends that, that mm. are occurring, that are taking place in different regions across the UK. Mm. I mean, is there anything in particular within your region, within sort of the Buckinghamshire, Oxfordshire uh, region that, uh, that you would highlight as being particularly interesting and a trend that you've seen, especially over the past year? It's been quite a period yeah, of disruption. I, I think, um, ironically, I think that you know the the demand the demand has been um, very strong, and we're getting sort of multiple offers. So what we found is that when we launch a property, a lot of the time they um, again nine times out of ten they're ending up with multiple offers on the property. So we end up doing a sort of a block viewing. Like for example, we had. Um, a couple of properties that we um, had just launched on Thursday of last week. The earliest we were able to get in was today. We launched them. They all had multiple viewings, and we ended up with two asking price offers on both. And I think that in terms of the uh, caliber, I think it's, you know, if, if, if we didn't have it before, which I felt we did in the last 10 years of people moving out to these market towns from the city, from London, it's become even more evident now. And I think with the idea of people not having to work from home, then, you know, almost the world's their, um, being able to work from home, it's like their world is their oyster. So they can literally work, um, they can live anywhere they want to. You know, it was even talking to somebody today that it's probably, even though Marlow is a, a very good town to commute into the city, it's like, you know, people are even going further, further out as well. It's obviously a nice place to live. A lot of people mm. do want to live there, yeah, you know, a market yeah. town. It's very yeah. different to uh, to a big city like yeah. London. So yeah. uh, I can understand that it would be it would be interesting to people. Mm. Um, and I mean, then obviously you you have got a lot of experience as, as, as we've discussed within the industry. What would you say has been your biggest 
success within the industry? Uh, you know, with, is there anything that you'd pick out as being you're particularly proud of having implemented, for example, something that you feel has really helped uh, helped uh, your agency progress? Uh, yeah, I, I'd, well, I suppose I'd like to because I've been sort of in in a, a sort of twenty years at sort of an independent agent. They only last for twenty five years, and then obviously to be part of um, that where they were acquired by Savills. Um, obviously, you know, we ended up with by the end of it, we had over five hundred tenancies just from our one office in Marlow. So it was, um, and, and the thing was, was we were a, a let only um, agency, so we subcontracted out um, to another management company. So we we had a sort of a, a decent turnover of of, of just let only renewals of sort of thirty thousand a month, and then our sort of average um, turnover was. Um, 50 to 70,000 uh, a month. So for a small company and obviously from where it started and, and, and sort of where it ended up, I suppose, you know, and, and what's sort of funny is that I've ended up at Bonners and Babington's who ended up acquiring quite a lot of the um, sort of some of my old landlords when we were um, acquired by Savills and they obviously weren't keen on that arrangement. So I've ended up dealing with a lot of the, the landlords I, I used to deal with. It's funny how these things sort of come so- full circle, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and perhaps looking at the industry overall, obviously we've talked a lot about the role of technology, but but in general, uh, would you say that you have a positive outlook for for lettings, uh, the lettings industry overall? I do, yeah. I think um, although you know there's this undersupply, I think you know things will move on. And I what I anticipate, even as um, shorter period over the next few months, is that you know we've had a few. Um, sort of landlords who have decided to maybe release some capital and have tried to sell and I'm already having conversations now because normally annually the spring is the time to sort of launch a property to, to to sell normally that seems to be the common sort of season I'm already having conversations with people sort of saying you know okay we we, we, we haven't had as much success in trying to sell it as we would like you know getting ready to back me up to sort of either relet it or actually as a backup so they can move on with their plans um, to actually, you know, take it on as a new instruction and, and, and let it. So, and, and I think the thing is, is that although the, the property market has is, is, is stayed open for the majority of, um, of of this sort of pandemic, I think there's still going to be so many people that are, and would be nervous of moving just because of what's happened. So I think as we move into the summer, I think people will feel confident i think also with uh, employment and furlough and stuff like that people are going to have to go where the work is so that means that they may up their up and leave their rental property to then go into a you know go and find another rental property in another part of the country for example so it certainly sounds like there'll they'll continue to be quite a bit of movement, especially within the rental market then yeah, as, as we yeah. move forwards. Um, that's brilliant. And then perhaps just just one question just to sort of round off our, our conversation yeah, sure. really. Um, what would you say to another agency that was perhaps considering using Good Lord or any form of prop tech to, to help them in their processes? Just do it. The man hours that it takes away in terms of how you would maybe using it before, I think you, I can guarantee you will, you will see the difference um, in terms of your turnaround time from how you were processing it before to how you will process it going, going forward. So I would just say, yeah, just, just get on board and, and do it because that what you're paying in man hours 
you'll you'll save uh, will be a lot less than um, to use good lord than what uh, it, it costs in terms of how much you're paying somebody to to do that on an hourly basis. Well, thank you very much for that. Um, it's uh, that's right. a good note to 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 end on. I think that the sure. key take takeaway from our conversation really is the fact that technology is brilliant. It can yeah. help with yeah. processes, but you have to keep that personal touch, yes. that human element in there. Absolutely. It's always important to keep those two quite uh, quite yeah. close together. <laughs> Absolutely. Perfect. Well, thanks ever so much then, Robbie, for, for having this conversation You're with welcome. me. It's been really interesting. No, thanks very much and um, maybe talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and leave us a rating. We'll be back in two weeks' time. But in the meantime, you can get all the latest news, views and data from the lettings industry at goodlord.co forward slash newsagent. We've got plenty of webinars, resources, articles and much more to keep you up to date. Thanks again and see you next time. Mm-hmm.